Oh my goodness. I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you what I did this morning. You know, a couple weeks ago, I told you that I was excited. I decided to get back into the gym. And then this morning, I finally made the decision that going back to that particular gym <laughs> probably wasn't the best thing for me. But we'll get into that in just a minute. Oh, God. Which brings me to this whole pricing thing, because I started searching online for other gyms. And I was shocked to find out that a lot of gyms don't post their prices. But hey, let's open up the show. <laughs> Hey, it's Tanya Stokes and welcome to the podcast. Here we are dedicated to uplifting beauty industry professionals. Now our focus is on combining business expertise and self-improvement tips to assist you in unlocking your true potential. Through inspiring interviews, strategic insights and actionable steps, we aim to be your go-to resource. So whether you are a seasoned salon owner or you're just embarking on your beauty career, well, welcome. Join us on this journey to achieve success in business and nurture your personal growth. Now, as I said, I told you last week, <sighs> I went back to the gym and I used to work out at home in which I was very inconsistent. I paid more attention to the scale. Like I would get up every morning, get on the scale. And at night I would get on the scale again. <laughs> My workouts were horrible. I knew, I knew I needed to be mentally stimulated by seeing other people work out. But the gym that I joined, I'm not going to say the name, um, it's more of a cardio gym. So there were a lot of seniors there having what I would call like a meetup. You know, they were like, I need the gym rat. Why? Because the gym rat is constantly challenging themselves. And I kind of needed that. Now, don't get me wrong. I still don't want to be a part of what I would consider like a boot camp or I still don't want a personal trainer, but I needed to be mentally stimulated to stay actively involved in my workouts. And I didn't get that from this particular gym. So I jumped up this morning and I logged on to their website to cancel, only to find out that I can't just cancel. I have to go into the gym or I need to send them an email to cancel my membership. It was weird, but whatever. Anyway, as I started searching around the internet for another gym, I realized that a lot of gyms don't post their prices. So you had some gyms that were like $24 a month um, and that puts you on a month to month basis. And you had some gyms that came flat out and said their membership is 10 bucks a month, but that puts you under a year's contract. And then you had some other gyms that were just like, call us, well not call us, but leave us your email address and we will call you about joining the gym. Nowhere on the website were prices. I mean, they had the membership tab, but when you click the membership, 
it said, like, what is your email address? What is your telephone number? And this was very early this morning, like around seven. And I was like, yo, I just want to find another gym. Now, mind you, these gyms were gyms that um, I've heard about. And I just kind of wanted to check the prices just to see if they were in my budget or to see if I wanted to stretch my budget to be a member of that gym. But I found out that unless you have a conversation with one of the salespeople, you cannot just join that gym online. Of course, this made me think about salons and how we do things in terms of prices. Now, you know, I am a very transparent person. Like you don't have to guess how much a shampoo costs. You could go to my website and the price is there. If you're scheduling online, you don't have to click a button, you know, and wait for me to call you to confirm your appointment. Once you hit submit, your appointment is confirmed. Like I think everything else is not only wasting my time, but it's wasting your time as well. Now I do have an option for you to schedule a consult and my consults are not free. There's a price on my consult. Why? Because time is money. You ever heard this, the, the saying about energy cost? <laughs> Quit wasting my time with unproductive things because time is energy and energy cost. So I feel like I'm wasting your time by telling you, uh, you have to come in. Let me look at your hair. Let me look at your scalp and all this other stuff, you know, and then I will decide if I could do your hair when actually you can, you could either just schedule the appointment or you can schedule the a consultation for a fee. And that way I'm not wasting your time and money and you're not wasting my time and money. I think what I went through this morning was a waste of time. Like all I wanted to do was join another freaking gym. You know, of course I'm wasting money because I just spent money joining the first gym and realized I wasn't being stimulated. I joined the gym because I needed the stimulation and it wasn't there. So today's episode <laughs> is about whether or not you should post your prices. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, yes, you should. You should definitely post your prices. This is my personal preference and if you Google me online, you will see that all my prices are there. So I think that posting your prices is a good thing. And I would recommend practice that practice of posting your prices in hair salons and in business in general. Here's why. It offers several advantages for both the salon and the customer. So I wanna give you Four reasons why hair salons should post their prices. Number one, as I just said, transparency. Transparency and trust. Think about it. When a hair salon posts their prices online or prominently display their prices at their physical location, it demonstrates transparency. Look, I'm gonna be open and honest with you. Here is the price of a shampoo and style. You know, now anything else you get is a la carte, which means there's a separate price for it. I think customers will appreciate knowing what to expect in terms of pricing before 
before they visit your salon. Transparency to me builds trust and credibility, and it makes customers feel more comfortable about the services and the cost involved. Number two, customer convenience. As I said earlier, in this digital age, customers prefer the convenience of knowing what they're gonna pay you when they're trying to make purchasing decisions. If you give them a price, if even if you just give them like a baseline, that's better than not giving a price at all. By providing pricing information online, Hair salons allow potential customers to compare prices and services easily. Now, the crazy thing is people are going to compare prices any freaking way. So if you're doing let's make a deal, that's not that. Listen, that is not a good practice for any business. You're playing let's make a deal. So you don't want to post your prices because if they say, hey, that's too much. So what are you going to say then? Well, I'll take I'll take $5 off. Are you gonna say that? Or are you gonna say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Have a nice day. I think when you post your prices, you let the client decide. They look at your prices and say, hey, that's too much. You don't want the client, listen, nobody wants to play let's make a deal when you think about their time, when you think about their expertise, all the training, all the training that you've had in the past, all the training that you did to get to this point. Who wants to play let's make a deal with a client? You say, oh, that service is $80. And she says, oh, that's too much. Then you're gonna say, well, you know what? We're offering a, a, a discount today for new clients. So it's for you, it's 70. And then she says, oh, that's too much. And what are you gonna say? Well, here's a coupon. Oh, we have a coupon online for $20 off. That's stupid. And here's what's crazy about that. I know people that do it. I know people that will do the whole let's make a deal thing because the client says that's too much. If the client says that's too much, honor your prices and tell them have a nice day let them know that hey if you change your mind i'm here if you change your mind you know i'm sure my services the experience and being in my salon will be well worth the price be nice about it and keep it moving but to sit there and play let's make a deal it's crazy so number two is customer convenience when you provide your pricing information online then you let your customers compare prices and services easily. This will streamline the decision-making process, saving time and money for both you and the customer. Number three, it reduces unpleasant surprises. Think about it. When prices are not clearly stated up front, customers may feel surprised or even misled when they find out the cost of services after the fact. By posting your prices, hair salons set a clear expectation. It reduces the likelihood of misunderstandings and customer dissatisfaction. You see people all the time online, especially Instagram, talking about, I went to that salon and when I was done, they charged me like, $200, $300, it was ridiculous. And they're 
even videos online where the stylists lock the door, where they call the police. I mean, I don't know if the misunderstanding was they weren't clear on the price. Now, I've said to some people, my colors start at this price. And my color is a la carte. So whether it is a permanent color or it's a rinse, the price of the color is an addition to the price of, say, a shampoo or a relaxer or whatever. Um, and I've said to some clients, if they say, what if I want you know, multiple colors, I'll say, well, you know what? Let's discuss that when you come in. I will quote you a price before we start working. And if this is a new client, sometimes I'll say, hey, why don't you take a picture of your hair and send it to me? <clears throat> and I'm always clear and I say, take a picture of your hair. I don't need to see your face. Because some people feel some kind of way about showing their face. And I don't need to see their face anyway. I need to see your hair. Your hair is what I'm working with. And a lot of times this happens when natural clients want a service or if somebody wants color, they don't know whether their hair is medium length or long. You know what I mean? Even though I'm like, oh, is your hair, does it stop on your shoulder or does it go past your bra strap? Like they still don't know what that answer is. So I'll say, well, you know what? Take a picture of your hair, comb your hair down, take a picture of it and send it to me or send me an old picture where you crop your face out. You know, we do that stuff. So there's no misunderstanding when we are done. And again, it reduces unpleasant surprises. Number four, attracting the right customers. Ah, 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 let's go back to that avatar podcast. When you post your prices, that's going to weed out some of the people who cannot afford you. And sometimes it's not even a matter of them not being able to afford you, but sometimes they just don't want to pay that amount. Like me in this gym, you know what I mean? Whether it's $20 or $10 or $100, I get to decide whether I want to pay that kind of money to be a member of that gym. And for the gyms that refuse to post their prices, I already know that's not my gym. So even if your gym membership is only $10, but you refuse to post your prices, you're not my jam. You're not my jam. You're not my gym because I need to see your prices before I put my credit or debit card information into uh, onto your membership website. So posting your prices helps attract the right customers. Again, transparently display Displaying prices helps attract your avatar. It helps attract the customer who are genuinely interested in the salon service and can afford them. By setting clear expectations, the salon can attract clients who value the quality of the services offered and are willing to pay for them, resulting in more satisfied and loyal customers. So I want to go back and, and give you the four reasons why you should post your prices again, because of transparency and trust. What are you hiding? What are you hiding? How much is it? Give me a baseline. Number two is customer convenience. When you provide your pricing information up front, 
then your clients could budget better. They are easily, it's easy for them to make a decision as to whether or not they can afford you. Number three, it reduces unpleasant surprises. Again, if you clearly state your prices up front, then I don't have to go into my savings account just to make this bill when I pretty much had that money saved to do something else. And it reduces, it reduces unwanted. It's <sighs> a better way to say that. It will help you attract the right customers. That's it. <laughs> it helps you attract the the right customers. You want your customers to be comfortable when they come into your salon, knowing that there are no surprises when it's time for them to cash out. And all of those reasons were the reasons why I looked at some of those gyms and I was like, nope, not going there. But again, I'm big on that. I'm big on that. And I think there's a reason why you go into some restaurants and the prices are right there on the menu. I hate when I go into a store, and this happens a lot in small businesses, I hate when I go into a store and I have to ask the salesperson, how much is this? How much is this? How much is this? How much is this? And I think it was Will Smith that said, if you have to ask the price, you can't afford it. That is not true. And because he said it, a lot of other people said it. Hell, I probably said it before, but that is not true. I'm asking the price because I wanted to see if it's in my budget. And I want to see if I think it is worth it. Because with this digital age that we're in, we see stuff online all the time. It's like a beautiful jacket. All you saw is the picture. And I've had this experience with Amazon and Timu and different online uh, companies where you purchase an item and when you get it, it's a piece of crap. It's horrible fabric. It's a lot smaller. It doesn't look anything like the picture. So yeah, I need to know how much this is because I need to either decide whether or not I wanna pay that, that amount of money for it or whether it's worth it. And it's the same thing in hair salons. Are you worth a $500 sew-in? We see online all the time, the, the weave specialists, they're posting like, oh, this, this sewing is $1,000. Well, what, what, let's talk about what I'm getting for $1,000 for a sewing. And people pay it. So apparently this person has done a great job of showing that they are worth $1,000 sewing. I'm not knocking anybody. I spoke with a girlfriend of mine a couple of months ago and she has alopecia and I used to do her um, extensions. And when I stopped doing extensions, you know, um, it really hurt me to get rid of my alopecia clients, but it was really taking up a lot of my time. The alopecia clients are different because it's not their fault. Well, sometimes it is traction alopecia. But, you know, or the clients that have um, female pattern baldness. But I tried really hard to find them someone that they would click with. But she found this. I found her someone, but she found someone on her own. And she says, Tanya, like when I first started going to her, it was like 180. I was cool with that. 
and she's she was like like during covid and after covid it seemed like she went up a hundred dollars every time so it went from 180 and i know this young lady she's so sweet but with her you have to turn the mirrors back backwards she doesn't want to see herself in the mirror you have to turn off all the lights you have to make sure that there's no glare of her like in a mirror or art de decoration or anything she she just wasn't ready to accept how her hair was and i didn't mind doing that so i was basically doing her hair in the dark with a lamp um you know doors had to be locked and then once we got the weave in, then I could turn on all the lights and style her that way. And I did not mind doing that. So I know that when she found this other person, that was a requirement as well. And I know some, for me, I thought it was important to give her that special time um, for that other person. At some point, she probably felt like, you know what, I'm not charging this person enough to practically work in the dark. And I get it. I, I get it. But she said every time she went, well, not every time, but let's say every couple of months or so, she would have a price increase. And it wasn't like $20 or $30, like always $100. She was like, by the time I stopped going to her, I think I was up to like almost four something for, and basically like if she has alopecia where she was completely bald at this point, um, and now she's she went from doing the what is it called quick weave, which is where you use the adhesive. It's pretty much glue that you put on a cap, which is what I did for her. And then when you go into wearing the lace front, the lace front was de was designed for for bald women, so it was an easy fix. You basically all you had to do is put the glue around the perimeter of the lace or however they do it and it's beautiful it's beautiful they can wear cornrows it's amazing but it takes a lot less time than doing what we call a quick weave but that doesn't mean you should charge less you charge what you charge but she could not the client couldn't make sense of the increase so she said she learned how to do it herself so that hairstylist who constantly went up on her prices lost a great client let me tell you she was a great client she paid you for your time plus whatever the price of your service was she pretty much gave you half of she gave you the full price and then tipped you half because she knew it was a lot of extra work to accommodate her needs because she mentally wasn't prepared to see herself that way and i feel like when you are in the salon business or you're in the service driven business and you decide that <clears throat> you are not going to post your prices and you know if people have to ask the price then they can't afford it nobody has time for that i've been in this industry a long time i've worked and i've known stylists that charged according to their bills I've known stylists that charge according to your job. So if you were a cashier versus the person that's a physician, they can get the same style, but it's the price is going to be much different. And that person did not post their prices. Or sometimes she would just wake up in the morning and be like, I'm going to get myself a raise. 
If somebody was running late, she'll be like, oh, I'm gonna charge her an extra $50 and would do it. But when she was running late, that person just had to endure it, just had to wait. So anyway, go ahead and post your prices. Be transparent, let people see. And if it's gonna be more, tell them, hey, it's gonna be more. Remember, I always said, we are in this recession. We're gonna try and get, we're gonna get through this recession. But if you wanna get through this recession, you're gonna have to be transparent. Log on to my website at The Academy For You. Check it out, let me know what you think. Hey, I'm Tanya Stokes, that's my time. You take care and I'll meet you right here next week. We'll talk soon, bye.